1: Everyone, welcome to Vent Time with Connie Podcast. I'm your host, Connie. Welcome to episode 35. First, I want to welcome all new listeners. Welcome. Thank you so much for giving me a shot and listening to this episode. I hope you check out the rest of other episodes because I have over 30 episodes. So please go check it out. And um, I hope you keep coming back. And welcome back, old listeners. Thank you so much for your support, your continued support. You guys are the real MVP. Thank you and welcome to new episode, episode 35. Okay, are you someone that struggles to let go of your past and cannot seem to forgive yourself of your wrongdoings? Are you wondering, would I ever change or be better like your role models? Firstly, comparison is a thief of joy and you shouldn't be comparing your life to someone else. If you can relate to these feelings or thoughts that I mentioned, then I would suggest you stick around and listen to the rest of the, this episode so you can get some tips on how to overcome these thoughts and feelings. All right, guys, let's go straight to the topic of today. So topic of today, as you can tell by the title, is letting go of your past. So uh, what is past? Well, past can be defined as something that you did in the past. <laughs> There you go, Connie, that's how you define it, you know, using the word in the definition. Well, everyone knows what the past is, you know, everybody knows what it means, I don't have to define it. Well, we have, all of us have a past, you know, some people might be, their past might be a little bit rough and um, traumatizing than the others, you know, but that shouldn't actually make you feel any less of a human, you know, we are all the same and we we shouldn't be defined by our past, okay? And um, how do people get stuck with this not letting go of their past? Sometimes it comes with, you know, when, when we do something wrong and we feel this sense of guilt. Yes, guilt is like um, a feeling of regret for what you did or think you did wrong. Or basically like holding yourself accountable of your wrongdoing, your mistakes and your offense, okay? So that's what it is. And guilt sometimes can be good, you know, can be healthy because it signifies that you have conscience. Yes, some people don't have conscience these days. They do things with no remorse. They feel like it's their right. They feel like that's how it is. You know, some people don't even think they do anything wrong. Okay, so um, it's good, it's healthy to have that guilt, that feeling of guilt. So it will actually keep you accountable and also make you basically draw for a christian draw closer to god to recognize that you a sinner because some i know some crazy people in this world don't think they ever do anything wrong so it's good to have someone that have some common sense to know that okay i did wrong i messed up here i shouldn't have do this to this person you know and also it actually helps you you know apologize when you do something wrong okay but um guilt on the other hand can be very unhealthy when he's starting to consume your life okay you start feeling unworthy of some certain guy or some good men out there or good women out there and this feeling of not being enough and incompetent and also sometimes it can lead to depression and crying yourself to sleep some people will be eating this other so many things that can arise when those guilt becomes unhealthy, and that's not where you want to be. That's not the path that I want anybody to be in. So, um, that's what we need to avoid. So we will feel guilty, but we need to make sure we are conscious of the extent of this guilt, like how it will drive us, like the things it will make us do, or you know, so we need to be very conscious about those things, okay? So Uh, When you are trying, when you, let's say, for instance, you might already feel like, because we are human, right? Sometimes we try to be accountable of our sins, of our iniquities, our, you know, shortcomings. And when we are trying to do that, sometimes it can lead us to a very deep hole that nobody wants to be in. How can you get out out of those deep holes? How can you learn to move on from your past, okay? And... Some paths can, like I said previously, some paths can be really traumatizing that will make people to actually go into that deep hole, go into depression. Why some people, their past might not be even that traumatizing, you know, but so when you find yourself in that deep hole, which sometimes most of us do, you know, how can you get out of that deep hole? I will list some few things that I would suggest that you try. Of course, there's so many things out there. I'm not a licensed psychologist or counselor, so this is just my opinion. Okay, one, for if you're a Christian, I would suggest that you ask God for forgiveness, okay? If you recognize that you have sinned, if you recognize that your past is not really good, you know, and you have done so many things to people, to yourself, if you're a true believer of Christ, you should ask for forgiveness to God, okay? To forgive you. And the God we serve is a very forgiving and loving father but that does not mean that you should keep on doing those wrong doings expecting that oh okay all i have to do is just ask for forgiveness no okay ask god forgiveness and then when you ask for god forgiveness we need to make sure we forgive ourselves because that one can sometimes be really deep it's hard it's you know hard to forgive yourself to let go learn from it and move on from it okay i want to point this out too god does not like, God does not um define sin as small sin, big sin. No, it's us human beings that do this, okay? If you commit adultery, that's a sin. If you steal, that's a sin. God sees all sins as equal. He doesn't differentiate it, okay? Human beings is the ones that, uh if you commit adultery that people don't know, that's not a sin, okay? Because nobody knows it. It's just going to be between them. They'll take to their grave. No, that's not how God sees it. God sees everything as equal. So. We need to learn to ask forgiveness, forgive ourselves so we can move on. And once we do that, once we say that we have forgiven ourselves and we have asked God forgiveness, we should also stop telling ourselves that you cannot get better, okay? And I think that this actually arises from comparison, you know, when you have these role models, okay? You have these role models and role models can be something like your parents you know you know our parents especially African parents they don't tell you in details their trials and tribulation while growing up their mistakes and their wrongdoings they don't say this they like to you know create this perfect um, example for us of themselves and never really tell us about what they did in the past okay which you know I get their point why they do that because they don't want us to focus so much on their wrongdoings rather to try and live right, okay? So that's why why they do that. But when you when some people actually sit there and take it and run with it, when they grow up, right, they see how their parents, they say, "Oh, my parents, I have never seen them argue," which is you know true. Most parents if probably won't see them, they try to make they're very conscious about arguing in front of their kids, right? But once we get older, and we know things, we should know that, why they are doing that, doesn't mean if you get into a relationship, into a marriage, you're not going to have any argument or disagreement, no, don't try to compare your marriage to your parents' uh, marriage, like I'm saying that my parents never have arguments, they're always living happily ever after, no, no human being, when two people trying to come one it takes a lot of work and there'll be a disagreement there'll be a conflict okay just because you as the kid didn't see that does did not mean that it didn't happen sometimes they will argue they'll close their door you know and go inside the room and just argue you guys not gonna hear about it you don't know what they've been through in that marriage what your mom has been through in that marriage what your dad has been through that marriage so stop comparing your marriage your relationship with you. your parents because you don't know much and also not just your parents to to others so those people that have this uh, relationship goals you don't know what those people are going through in that relationship okay just try to focus on God God should be your center point okay and try to if you're a Christian try to go to the Bible the Bible will teach you how a successful marriage should be like okay so stop trying to you know use human beings like their relationship as example or as your role model how your relationship is and you start comparing it comparing your husband to your friend's husband that's when you will not let go that's when the, you will think that you will never get better okay and for example you have a past where so if you're a christian the bible you know in the church it preaches for us to stay virgins until we get married and it happens to be during your course of your life you make mistakes it might not even be mistakes you know you fall in love with someone you lost your virginity right and you get married to your husband you keep feeling like you're not enough because you weren't a virgin when he marries you and then maybe you have a friend that was a virgin that got married and you start comparing your life to that your friend and you thinking if maybe if i would have been a virgin he would have treated me this way no stop there if your friend is a virgin and she got married good for her you know that's her and god okay if you're not a virgin and you got married as far as you have learned from it ask god forgiveness and try to move forward don't dwell in your past and start comparing yourself there's nothing you can do about it it's already happened You can't change us it can't change your past okay it has already happened you move on from it and also remember virginity is not the only quality being a wife material, okay. So and also, virginity is not, doesn't even sustain a marriage. What you got? What am I even talking about? Virginity doesn't sustain marriage at all. There's more to it than just if you are a virgin or you're not a virgin, okay. So you need to try to focus on something even more important than trying to tear yourself down. I'm not a virgin, or let's say your husband is mistreating you. You think he's mistreating you because you're not a virgin. Now, if any man is just mistreating you because of that, that man. He's not right for you. I'm just saying because he shouldn't. Someone that truly, truly loves you shouldn't judge you because of that. Because I'm sure that man also have a past. Okay, so make sure you stop telling yourself you're not good enough or you'll never get better because you will get better, okay? And another point I would say is it can only become your past if you stop doing it, okay? Once you forgive yourself, you ask God forgiveness, you start telling yourself now you can do better. You have to put it into action and actually start doing better. Because if you don't change it, your past will keep repeating itself. And it will no longer be your past. It will be your present, okay? So you need to make sure you recognize that. And don't let it keep repeating itself. If it say you say you won't do it again, try to walk towards it to try to change, okay? So you will actually be in the past and not be a reoccurrence, okay? And also, do not let your past define you. You know, I always um advise this when you are praying, if you're a Christian, when you are praying, make sure you pray for spirits of discernment, you know, that will enable you to decipher when the Holy Spirit or when God is talking to you, the voice of God from the devil, when the devil is trying to deceive you. OK, so we need to make sure you pray for that so you will decipher, you know, which one is God, which one is devil. Because the devil is really working really hard. If you haven't noticed, the devil is working really hard. He's already in, in hell. And he's recruiting people that will join him in his misery, okay? Please do not be among them. The devil probably will be telling you in your ears, you will never be good enough. You will never change. That's just part of you, okay? There's nothing you can do about it. That's just your habit. You know, you can't change that. No, don't listen to that voice because that's the devil trying to deceive you because he's already in hell. He cannot change because he's already in hell suffering. You, you are alive. You can change. When there is life, there is hope. Don't let him deceive you thinking that you're going to be miserable like him. No, say no to the devil that you can change, okay? And say, the devil, get behind me. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys because I don't want to make this episode bit too long. So, but before I end this, let me leave you guys with this um, verse in the Bible. First John chapter four, verse one. It says, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. And then I also want to read verse four, because this one is really powerful. It says, little children, which is uh, all of us, you are from God and have overcome them. Them is the devil. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And my mom-in-law always say this quotation of the the Bible. And every time I read this quotation of the Bible, I always remember her. So know this, you are greater than the devil. Okay, that's why he's trying to recruit you and destroy you to be part of him. You're greater than the devil because the God that dwells in you, the Holy Spirit that dwells in you is greater than the devil. Okay, don't let the devil deceive you. When there is life, there is hope. All right, guys, that's all I want to share with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you come back for next week's episode. Remember, new episode drops on Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Central Time. That's USA time.
0: Thanks for listening to the Vent Time with Connie podcast. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to like, rate, review, or share this podcast. Do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Vent Time with Connie or send an email to Connie at yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.